0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Beauty Talk with Denise and Janice Tunnell. I am Janice Tunnell, your host for today, Sunday, January 21st. Uh, we're excited about tonight's show. We're bringing on a guest that we've had on our show some years ago, and you'll see a lot of that um, this year since this is our 10th anniversary year. We're going to bring back a couple people that we've um, had on the show throughout the years as well as uh, a bunch of new artists. Um, that some of you may know of and some of you may not. But just stick with us throughout the year, and we're going to have a good time. We promise that. Um, For those of you who have questions or comments for tonight's show, please give us a call at 425-292-4444. I'm sorry, I'm giving you guys the wrong number. Let me try that again. For those of you who have comments and questions, please give us a call at 914 803 Four three nine nine. Again, that number is nine one four, eight zero three four three nine nine. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise. Good evening, everyone. And one second, I'm... let me get her on. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I thought you were on mute, but oh. you're not. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's better. Okay. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. I'm your co-host, Denise Tunnell, and I'm bringing to you right now um, a little bit of beauty news. Um, First of all, I just wanted to say we had the pleasure of attending IMAX Los Angeles last weekend. I'm not sure if any of our listeners out there were in attendance at IMAX, but we had a good time um, just, you know, running into uh, people we hadn't seen in a long time and attending uh, some of the classes and, and some of the panels and things like that. So if anyone happened to attend uh, IMAX LA and have some positive thoughts about it, um, call into the show and, and let us know what you thought. Okay, and speaking of another trade show, uh, IBS, International Beauty Show in New York, is taking place uh, March 4th through 6th of this year. Um, it's one of the nation's largest running uh, beauty shows. It's taking place at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. And um, you can register now to take advantage of free classes with your exhibit hall ticket. You can register online at idsnewyork.com. Again, idsnewyork.com. You can register online. called register online. The author is here. Think, um, let me stop you one second. We're getting a little bit of feedback. Um, it sounds a little muffled. Okay. That's true. Now, uh, it's getting there, not quite together, but it's getting there. These are offered in hair, nails, makeup, men's grooming, as well as beauty business classes. Um, again, you can go to IBSNewYork.com. Uh, Can you hear me okay now? Yeah, perfect. Better? Hmm. I don't know what... what... Okay. I'm not sure what that is (laughs) because I haven't changed anything. But moving on, uh, the 2018 BAFTA nominees for Makeup and Hair uh, were announced. The British Academy of Film and Television announced the nominations for the 2018 EE British Academy Film Awards. In the makeup and hair categories, there are five uh, BAFTA nominees, and those shows are Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, I, Tanya, Victoria and Abdul, and Wonder. The EE British Academy Film Awards takes place on Sunday, February 18th at the Royal Albert Hall in London. The ceremony will be hosted by Joanna Lumley and will be broadcast exclusively on BBC One and BBC One HD. The ceremony is also broadcast in all major territories around the world. Okay, the nominees are as follows For Blade Runner 2049, Donald Mowat, Carrie Warren, Darkest Hour, David Malinowski, Ivana Primarok, Lucy Sibic, and Kazuhiro Suji. For I Tanya, Deborah uh, Denover, Adrutha Lee. For Victoria and Abdul, there's Daniel Phillips. And for Wonder, there's Naomi Rockstad, Robert Pandini, and Arjun And that's all I have for the news tonight. Well, one more thing, actually. Um, our question of the night, I didn't want to forget that, but our question of the night, if you are a nail tech, makeup artist, hairstylist, barber, et cetera, and you work in a salon or studio, and you also work on set, like on productions, maybe um, film or TV productions, uh, commercials, um, you know, photo shoots, things of that nature. How do you balance it all? How do you balance being in the salon, being in the salon as well as handling uh, being on set. Do you balance it all? Um, is it hard? Is it easy? What are your challenges? So that's our question for tonight. And we'll be asking our guests that question a little later on, as well as Janice and I will be answering that question um, as well. So if you have an opinion on that question, please do call in, uh, 914-803-4399. All right. <clears throat> Thank you for that bit of beauty news. Um, tonight's guest, again, like I said, she's been on um, some years ago, and now we're bringing her back tonight. Nettie Davis. Welcome to the show, Nettie. Hi.
2: What's hey
1: there? How are you? I'm good. Good to have you on with us. Nettie, why don't you uh, let's start off, the conversation tonight. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience? For those of you um, who don't uh, know her, um, why don't you introduce
2: yourself? Um, I'm <laughs> um, just a manicurist from Houston, Texas that moved to LA that ended up on set doing celebrities, doing nails for celebrities. That's, that's about yeah. it. All right. That's about it. <laughs> Why don't
1: you tell us, though, how did, you know, what brought on the move to LA?
2: Oh, wow. I just wanted, like, a change. I just wanted something different. I really did. I was like, oh, you know, I, lo- I love doing nails in Houston and everything, but I just felt like, uh, well, I actually wanted to do a costume work. So I moved out here and, being, and did costume work um, for three years and got injured. And so mm-hmm. that was that. And so I had to so then so you I go went back to doing Yeah, because nails was mostly just a hobby. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to move to L.A. and do nails. I thought that was a really crazy idea. Like, who's going to need to do nails? (laughs) Right, um, right.
1: Somebody, um, obviously. (laughs)
2: uh, Well,
1: you you do nails very well, I might add. Um, (laughs) You know, when I look at your Instagram page, um, I see some of the best work I've seen. And I say that because, you know, there are so many great nail artists out there. Um, but I look at the actual nail, and everything to me is just so beautiful and so neat, you know, before you even get to the, the actual nail art part of it all. Um, you know, because, you know, you see a little bit of everything, and I just feel like it's almost like I was just talking to somebody the other day about this. You know, you have great hairstylists, and then you have great hairstylists who care about hair care. You know what I mean? It's more it's more than a great cut and a nice style, but it's also about the care of your, of your hair. And that's kind of... That's kind of what I see, you know, with, with the nails. What do you think it takes to be a great nail nail artist or nail nail tech? Oh.
2: oh, wow, just knowing your craft. That's about it. I mean, you know, knowing, first of all, knowing that you don't know everything. Because <laughs> if you already step onto right. the scenes and say you're the then you can't really learn anything. Um, oh, Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's about it. I mean, I think that comes with time, of course. Uh, you just have to keep, mm-hmm. you know, like just, just from the basics for of like, you know, just cleaning, like, you know, giving like a, a man a manicure. Like you just, everything has to be, you know, everything has to be clean and you just, you know, and but when you're on set, everything has to be very fast, <laughs> as fast as you can because you don't know what's going to pop up. So yeah, the quicker mm-hmm. you are, uh, the more confident you are, the quicker you'll be. Right. What inspires you as a nail artist? Oh, wow. I don't know. I have this weird little nail fairy in my head constantly telling me where to put rhinestones and lines. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy, man! <but laughs> if you come over and get your nails done, like all of a sudden I'm like, I stop and I'm, my eyes are rolling around. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, okay. She's like, do this and do that, and I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> my
0: clients
2: just look at me, like, me? like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, so it's just a I, I don't know, maybe it's uh, it's just God, so that's how I feel about it. Jesus just yeah. kind of tapping yeah. into something, and you're like, okay, well, I you know, I, I just I, I, don't ever feel like any idea is my own, so sorry, right now, I'm like, looking at no, I don't know.
1: Go ahead. I don't know how familiar you are with this, but um, a few years back, PBA talked a lot about, you know, a lot of the different states having legislation where they wanted to get rid of licensing. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that um, <laughs> in, different, in different states. So what is your But if that were to happen, and I pray that that never happens, but if that were to happen, one, how would you feel about that? And then, two, how do you think it would affect your industry?
2: Oh, my gosh. I think, uh, well, that whole, um, oh, gosh, that whole epidemic, uh, the, the germ epidemic, I guess, started in Houston where I'm from, where people were getting you know they were getting you know staff infections and all kinds of things and they had to have feet lopped off I think and that was when you know and that's when uh, rules were being enforced I mean I think you're just uh, I I don't think that we should we should I don't know I I I think this society is built on things and rules because of in in past past times. it it didn't work to just trust that person, say, okay, I'm sure you're going to do the right thing. No, they started doing, you know, started using um, Windex instead of Barbicide, and look what happened. A lot of people got sick, and, you know, because, you know, people kind of, they worship the dollar, so I think it's important to keep licenses. I think it's important to keep rules and, you know, sanctions. It's crazy not to do that. It's like saying, oh, you know know what, I don't need a license to drive, and I'm just, you know, I'm just going to drive in the middle of the street because no one's going to make me, you know what I'm saying? I like saying, no cops on the street. You
1: know, it
2: just makes no sense. Right.
1: Like, that's, 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 it's it's crazy. You're right. I mean, that's the bottom line. It just makes no sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of states think,
1: well, a lot of states think that it's going to bring money to those states and, and more people will be opening businesses. So therefore more money will be coming to the state, but, you know, people are doing, for instance, hair and nail and what and makeup or what have you. They're doing that stuff out of their own homes. A lot of people are doing that in their own homes anyway, and the state's not getting yeah. that money. So what makes the state think if they take a license away that they're going to get that money? I don't get it. You know, but what do you think that would do to education, for instance, do you think um, people would, would if they take the license away, do you think people would go to school for nails or take classes, or do you think that would just go out the window as well?
2: Of course it would go out the window, because that's, that's the whole point. You have to work towards something. If you if you don't have to work towards something, then why do it? Like, I mean... Well, you know, people... Some people
1: may think, well, I don't have to work toward getting a license, but I still would like to take a class um, to get the knowledge. Do you think people would still want to want the knowledge, or they'd just go for it, do whatever they want?
2: I think, but at the same time, it's just there has to be a rule of like, okay, I think it, like like, like for me, I took 600, 600 hours, right? If someone's going to mm-hmm. say, I think it takes one to say okay i think that everyone should take up for instance like you know how people say oh you have to do something for 20 days to make it a habit right? right 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 so so who made up that rule is it true is it backed by science does the brain happen to uh you know uh catch on to something a little bit more after 20 days like that like if it's a rule if it's a proven thing then why why not keep it? If you're saying oh you don't you don't really need 600 hours you don't really need a, a license and you're like uh, there's just there just always has to be rules and yes I think people would still go to school but not a lot because first of all school is like two two to three thousand dollars and you're like who's just gonna oh yeah right. I mean, you know I just I don't really have to shell out three thousand dollars but I'm gonna do it anyway I'm sorry no no. <laughs> I wouldn't have, I was doing nails in high school and yeah. everything else. I I did nails for many years before I got licensed. So, mm-hmm. very true. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, now you wanted to you wanted to do uh, you wanted did you say wardrobe right?
2: Yeah, I did wardrobe for for three years.
1: You did wardrobe. Okay, so mm-hmm. thinking back on it, though, if you were doing doing nails today. Um do you still think you would be going down that that wardrobe path?
2: I'm sorry? Go ahead.
1: If you weren't uh doing nails today, if you didn't have that injury, do you think you would still be going down that same path with wardrobe?
2: Oh, absolutely. I love clothing. I went to I went to fashion school, so yeah, I love I love clothes. And that's I don't know, it's also it gets it's kind of like almost the same world, because so I still like get to work on set with like mm-hmm. a lot of fashion and things like that. But oh yeah, I I, I love it. Like love, love, love it. What, so. what
1: do you What do you take from your fashion background um, into your, your your world of nails?
2: Oh my god, like the oh the love of like texture and color and stuff like that. Oh my god, I would love. I could easily be on set and be like, oh, can I have that rhinestone? I fell off that dress, like. <laughs> It's the same to me. It's the same to you. I feel like that's you know like when you see those posts where people have like uh come up with some nail art that was that kind of matches like something that was on the runway. It's kind of like that. Uh huh. Gotcha. Awesome. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. So what do you think? Because I mentioned I mentioned social media um, a little earlier about you know about your work mm-hmm. on social media. Uh mm-hmm. How has social media? changed your career, or has it, has it done, has social media done anything for your career, I should say?
2: Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't think so. Oh, no. No one wants to see, you know, oh, like that, That you know, people want to see intense nail art. People are addicted right now. People are nail obsessed, and so they're like, oh, yeah, oh, that was great. Oh, yeah, she was in that dress. That was great. Next, like, where's, where's the Where's the gritty stuff? And you know, I can post, you know, um, commercials and print ads. And people are like, oh, yeah, that's great. Because you have to understand we're so inundated with all these things anyway. So, like, by the time I've posted mine, because I'm late sometimes, time, they're like, oh, well, you know, oh, yeah, that's the Target <laughs> ad. I go to Target all the time. Like, it's not, you know, like, it's not something, like, fancy to them. They're like, yeah, okay, Target, so what? Oh, oh, you did the nails. Oh, okay, great. Where's, where's the other stuff? Like, they, they really want... The, the basic one oh one I had to happen to do somebody's nails and there's a close up and there's some art on it and they're like, okay, that that's it's like it's there's a crazy hunger going around right now. People are just they're hungry for it. They're just hungry for nail art. It's insane. So yeah. No. Do you think do you think
1: um do you think social media has changed the nail industry at all?
2: Oh my god! <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Before it was like, okay, you know, it wasn't hmm, not changed it, but well, hmm, let me see. I think that Kimmy Keys, because she does um, Rihanna's now. Um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Rihanna started when when Rihanna really started, like maybe I don't know, maybe over seven years ago. Started really wearing long nails and no one was wearing long nails and people were like and this was also kind of like maybe during the birthing of like you know the kardashians um it mm-hmm. was like oh is that you know younger like oh is that the way i should look is that what beauty is and then they started looking at that and all of a sudden people went from thinking that long nails were ghetto to just urban of course of course of course we're and of course with the explosion of hip-hop then that's it. Like everybody's like everybody loves hip hop. Everybody loves Rihanna. Okay, boom. We're doing this. We're going to go urban now, and we're not going to call it ghetto now. We're going to call it urban be- to make it feel better. So. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. So the black girl magic spread all over, and then now you know now you see people of all ethnicities walking around with daggers and guns on their nails, and you know, and gold teeth, <laughs> and you know gold teeth. The, uh, the the little drawing of the girl with the girl, with gold teeth on the nail and she's smoking the blonde on the nail it's it's hilarious it's hilarious so mm-hmm. it's not widespread and it's widespread because of social media of course
1: right yeah. right so funny so funny <laughs> <laughs> it's true, do you though. have like a be so true do you have a like a dream job um in the nail industry, like, is there anything in the nail industry that you haven't done that you would love to do?
2: Um, well, I would love to get some patents on certain types of ways to do some nail art, and mm-hmm. I would love to open a nail salon um, to bring in, I don't know, to bring in uh, younger girls and older women and have them meet in the middle and spa together and love on each other. And nurture each other, so that's really what I really
1: want to do. no, I was going to say, well, then that leads me to um, the question that was asked at the top of the show, like, yeah. if you open up a salon and you know actually run a salon and work at the salon. Do you think it would be easy for you to balance, you know, the other work that you do, um, as well as the salon?
2: I we most likely have to cut back but hopefully I would, you know, try to find a really good partner that was that would be also a great manager. So if I do have to go and do a commercial then I can go and do that. Um mm-hmm. but I mean if it got too if it got crazy big then of course I would help. Probably leave um leave set life behind for a little bit. And I, I don't know. If I had a salon, I would also like. I could probably be more involved with set life because I would be sending my manicures off to off off to the set sometime as well. Because yeah, I said it's just it's just so lucrative. I mean, I I would want them to you know yeah. grow and be bigger. I would want I would want to keep the same manicurists for. For over five years, I'm like, no, you're just supposed to be growing. You know, if you met somebody on the set and they want to, and they want to keep you, then I want you to grow and you know go out there and get more for yourself. So. Right,
1: right, exactly. I think for me, um, well, I guess I can say because my sister and I have a studio, um, but it's it's hard when you. When you're, you've are you been hired to work on a movie or a television show and you're part of the permanent crew, so that means, you know, you're working every day for the duration of the project, which could be 30 mm-hmm. days to whatever, um, I think it is kind of hard to balance. You know, so maybe it's a little different than nails. You know, with makeup, you're kind of there for the long haul. Um, and it's kind of hard to see clients during the week. So, we were, you know, we're limited to, you know, being in the studio on the weekends. Um, the hard thing about that is, you know, that's not so bad because a lot of times people wait to get some of their services on the weekends anyway because they work during the week. Um, right. So it's not so bad. It's not so bad on the weekends just having to be in there on the weekends. But the hard part about that is when you go to work on Friday at whatever time, And then you don't get off of work until 6 a.m. and get home by seven, and then in the bed by you know eight o'clock. Who's trying to get up for a 10 a.m. appointment? You know what I mean. So, in that respect, it's kind of difficult to manage and to balance. Um, So I guess you know, for someone who's in that situation, it would take a lot of you know, like you're saying, you know, having somebody in place that could um, at least be in the studio doing the, the client for you because, you know, it's not a situation where I can send somebody to set uh, for me, you know what I mean, because if they hired me, then that's who they want to have there. It's a little bit different, um, you know, than, than, than the nails. But I think it's it's doable. It's, it's possible. Sometimes, depending on your situation, um, if you don't have great people in place, it, it's going to be hard.
2: Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, definitely. Teamwork makes, <laughs> makes the dream work, but it will work if you work it. So, yes,
1: yeah. it, 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 it will work. Definitely, definitely. You just have to. I think you um, just have to cool. make it, make it work for you. So, you know, um, I think especially for for us working on on film and TV sets, I think the best thing for us would be to To you know, have the availability and book those. Um, I think to book those appointments when we know that we have the time. Like not just oh, it's Saturday. I'm gonna I'm gonna fill up my book. No, because then you're doing yourself a disservice. It's you know making sure you set out enough time so that you are properly rested, so that you can you know service your client, um, you know, with your best ability and and given you know giving them giving mm-hmm. them all of you and not just a a you that's worn out and dragged out. You know what I mean? So being able to mm-hmm. schedule appointments on a Saturday if you know you're gonna work until the morning on Saturday morning, just saying, Okay, my first appointment I can't take until um one o'clock you know, and then you just you just kinda of set out a certain amount of time that you know that you'll be able to handle from let's just say from one to five on Saturday. And that's it. Whoever you can fit in, you can fit in. And whoever you can't, you just can't. But I think you just can't overwork yourself. And I, I just think that's the best way of managing it, at least for me anyway. Yeah, I think that makes, I think that makes sense.
0: Makes a lot of sense. We'll, we'll be right back um, right after this. 1294. That's 818 691 1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.
1: And Nettie, let me ask you um, this. How how long Mm -hmm. have you actually been, I mean, doing nails professionally? Because I know you said you've been doing them since high school. How long have you been doing nails professionally? Um, Maybe
2: about 20 years.
1: Okay, about 20 years. And so when you first started doing nails into now, because 20 years is a a nice, long time to to see any changes um, <laughs> in terms of of, of business um, new technologies and product development, what are some of the changes that you've noticed in the industry um, since when you first started?
2: Oh that's simple, <laughs> oh my god. Um... Oh, like back in the day, you had like acrylic nails. You didn't really have. Well, you had acrylic nails and you had silk wrap. I don't know about it. Oh, and you had fiberglass, but everybody knew that you always be, like um, a greenie if you got. Yeah, you got like you get a fungus from fiberglass. Um, wow, and you didn't really have um, gels at all. You had like so. If you got acrylic nails, just the only thing you were putting on top of those acrylic nails is like clear nail no polish like you could like encase things or, or make snow globes, or like you know or just have you know glitter stick for a, a long time like no way like that glitter's gonna fall off in like three days uh, those rhinestones are gonna fall off in three days it was no yeah, yeah it was just it was super basic and super short-lived
1: so,
2: um well the art the art part was and well unless you had like a uh, uh Oh, my God. Um, airbrush. Like, everybody was into airbrush, and so that's kind of the only thing that stayed because you didn't, you know, if you put rhinestones on your nails, it would, it would fall off. But, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but the new stuff is really exciting. Like, now you can, like, get things printed up, like, you can know, download things, like a, a nail art machine and print it, you know, on your, have it print on your nail, and, you know, you can get... You know, there's nail wraps and there's there's um, pigments and it's just it's a lot more fun than it used to be because we were like trying to back in the day we were just trying to get everything we were putting feathers on the nails but like I said everything that you put on the nail it it, it could only be held by clear nail polish so mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like five right. like, coats on to get like some type of a, of a you know a gel look so now it's just right. really exciting so. Yeah, you get to, like, freeze whatever you want. You're like, oh, you know, I have people putting scorpions in jail and, you know, and roaches and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> just bugs and, you know, like, weed and all kinds of stuff that you can encase and just, like, lock in and make it look like it's fine glass. It's, it's it's magical. It's great. Yeah. So, it's, it's funny. You know, I've had so a visual
1: when you said... No, I was saying that I had a visual when you said... Um, <laughs> you know, you put a rhinestone on a nail, and you had to put like five coats of polish, you know, yeah. to make it say It's I so funny, well, but it was so true.
2: Yeah, you had so to true. put the glue on first, and then like you know, of course, that would swish around because it was just crazy glue. And hope that you don't get stuck to the nail, and hope the the rhinestones don't get stuck to your finger. <laughs> and there was no pick up right. tools; it was only like you know, those orange wood sticks, right? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's much. You're right. Now. <laughs> Was real. <laughs> the struggle was real. You're like, wait, where did that rhinestone go? Probably stuck to your forehead because you know you clutched up with this crazy glue. And, yeah, it, it was crazy. <laughs> Too fun, but crazy. So now you know you no, got it's so funny. School. You got a, you know, you got like a, a dish for your rhinestones. You know, you have a special type of gel adhesive for your rhinestones so you don't have to brush mm-hmm. over the entire thing and take away the brilliance. I mean, it's just like wow. It's crazy. It's like, what, what? Now they have yeah, another it's... thing called uh, the stylus. They have a stylus that you can put in your nail now to, um, to work work with the top of your iPad or your um your iPad Pro. You can put a stylus in your nail. It's oh, crazy. wow. It's... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I they were out for maybe three years. Like, these people are in Yeah. I mean, nails are here to stay. If you can use them as tools like that, why not? So, so, mm-hmm. so funny. what do you so, like, what direction do
1: you see nails going in? Like, what can you predict what's next? Um, is there going to be, oh, you know, well, what's the next big trend for nails? Because, I mean, if you got stylus and nails, like, what I mean, what's left? What's I, left, uh, to
2: do? There's, a lot. there's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, that's the thing. Is, so, now that you have this gel and you have this, and you have like a different type different types of acrylic, it's like, you can do all kinds of things. Like, you know, like you see, um, they have some artists out there, they put a pen in it, and some other people, they're putting buttons on their nails. They're doing all kinds of things. They're doing all kinds of things. So it's all about, you know, creative expression, which is, that's the cool part.
1: So is that, is, so is some of the, because I, I hear it all the time that, you know, that the gel's not healthy for your nails, the acrylic's mm-hmm. not healthy for your nails. Like, so is that, True. I know. I mean, I've experienced acrylic before, and I, I mean, I probably had it for only about six months and had to had to take it off. the patches So, mm. is that something mm. healthy enough, mm-hmm. and then designs on top. Oh, sorry,
2: you're breaking up a little bit. I said,
1: is acrylic in general healthy for nails?
2: Um, I don't think anything's like as healthy as a natural nail and good nutrition. I just don't. I mean, that's just not me. I'm not that type of person. It's like, oh, yeah, everything's so perfect for you now. Nah, I, I see it as, like, let's say, like, you know, I mean, if it's if it's applied and reapplied and refilled the right way and not, and you, you don't really beat up that person's nail and they have good nutrition, they should have great nail after, after they want to leave the... The false nail world, but uh as for other things, I think it's like uh, almost like um like being in a wheelchair. Like you can like your legs can work, but you can choose to say you know what I'm going to sit in this wheelchair for like maybe two weeks. After you get up, <laughs> your legs are going to feel like like they haven't been working, yet, and that's how it is with nails. If, you, if your nails, your natural nail doesn't take the the bunt the and the the hits of like. Um, what nails take and still keep going, then they're not as strong as they should be. And but if you if you do put on nail enhancements and you take them off, your nails will be a little bit weaker because it ha- it's just like the wheelchair, you haven't been standing on them uh, on their own. So that's how I feel. It's not not that they're very unhealthy. It's just that you have to choose when to take a break. And some people refuse to take a break, and other and those people usually end up in those shops that were, they don't really care about the nail, so they drill down the nail anyway. So you can never take a break because every time you get a refill, they keep drilling down your nail, so you end up with nothing.
1: So do you have any any suggestions for those people when it's time to take a break, what they can do to actually save their natural nail after coming out of no. a jail or or can you save that natural nail, or do you have to start over? Because
2: from my experience, you can't save that natural nail. It's too weak. I think that if you change what you've been doing, let's say if you got acrylics and then you decided to, like, okay, you know what, I really want to just chill out a little bit and decide to, like, soak everything off, I really think that you should go into gel. I think gel has something called Vitagel. It has actual vitamins in it, it says. So... I think it would be best to like go into just doing gel. And even if you were doing hard gel, go into doing like a light a lighter gel where it's just an overlay, but the prep would only be a light buff. Primer and a light buff and then that's it. And eventually, since you're not giving me no drill down, a light buff is is nothing but a light buff. And then eventually you're like, Okay, well now I can just stop doing gels because I, I haven't been drilling my nail down and it's fine.
1: So but what about so what about those people who just come out of acrylics and they just want to go to their natural nail. Can they do that without those nails being damaged? If well, they what, if mean, they
2: had a great manicure if they had a great manicure that didn't really abuse their nail throughout all the refills, then yes. If they didn't then absolutely not. They're gonna have those dents in and everything. It's gonna be horrible. So yeah, that's it's all you know, about the manicures.
1: Tell me if this is true. I've heard someone say that hard gel and then um, versus your natural nail with gel polish, they said that they're both just as equally damaging. Mm. Is that? Mm. Uh, hmm. You mean gel color
2: versus hard gel?
1: Mhm.
2: Um, like I said, it's all really about the person you choose, one, and so, and a lot of people that I've heard say that, oh, it's really, and I've had to, <laughs> I've, talked, I've talked to a lot of people, especially on set, like, a, you know, the moms and dads, on uh, set, like, doing, like, you know, when we were working with kids, and like, oh, yeah, we just get into, like, start talking about nails. And um, they're like, oh, it really damages my nails. I was like, oh, really? I said, well, how'd you remove them? And a lot of them, a lot of them chose to just, like, peel off, like it was a fun thing, Mm -hmm. peel off their gel color and take a lot of their nail with it. And if you keep doing that repeatedly, first of all, that's a no-no. And at the same time, I think too many people uh, rely on gel color for strength and that's how they get all these breaks in the first place. Um, Because it's Mm -hmm. not a strengthener; it's just something to keep your nail color on so if you have long nails and they're strong okay fine i think it's best to only use gel color if you're going on a trip so it, so it'll stay but if you're really all about nail health then just use your nail polish because they have a lot of great nail polishes now long long wears nail polish that stays on for 14 days you know with the right product. yeah so yeah, yeah. um
1: but
2: do you, and do you? hard gel what what uh-huh go ahead
1: what did you say? No, no, I was just gonna say, do you agree that, you know, for instance, I'm just I'm just gonna use for example, for instance, Orly. Do you agree that it's best if you're gonna use regular polish that you use the the base coats and the top coats that go along with that particular brand? Or or do you think it's okay to kind of jump around and use something from somewhere else, than the Orly color, then some Partner from somewhere else. Do you think you should stick with the same brand, or, or can you switch it up?
2: Um, I don't know. I'm 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 one of those people that I switch up <laughs> all the time. I'm definitely not yeah the same to ask because mm-hmm. I am not that person. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm using a Young Nails, you know, powder with a mm-hmm. light elegant, you know, liquid and a <laughs> and a mm-hmm. top coat. And a gelish primer. Like I'm the person that's like I like to I like to mix it up because I know that uh, what's gonna work for me is gonna work for me, and it's not. And and in the past, and you know this, like going through different lines, um, even from school to you know, and to the completion of school, you just know that okay, well you know what I was doing that thing and that didn't stand very well. So and so then all of a sudden you go and you say okay. Why why don't I use this primer? And then that primer is better. And all of a sudden, you've already started mixing. You're using that primer with that line. And, and oh, you know what? That that other top coat did go a little dull last time. Okay, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just happens naturally. And no one has a perfect line. Right. And, and that's okay. That's okay. Right. mm-hmm And so it's, going back yeah. to
1: that, that polish, that last 14 days, which which one is that? Because I've got to find it.
2: Oh my gosh! Um, Caption Young Nails has some, and Essie has mm-hmm. one. I mean, I think a lot of the lines because they had to come up with with an alternative because yeah. so many people jail, and then so many people left jail and said it's harming my nails, but they wanted something that was closest to gel. So now they're doing the 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 long wear, which is which is good. And they they
1: just so you know they sell one at Natural Body, over in um Vining at that at that spot there in their nail area they I cannot remember the name of it but they do have one if you want to check it out. Oh, okay. They do have one. Okay. How, um, um so we're talking about like primers and top coats and base coats and, and you know you, you work on magazine covers, beauty campaigns, mm-hmm. red carpets and all that. What do you think mm-hmm. Every manicurist should have in their kits so that they're prepared for anything.
2: Anything? Whoa. For me, <laughs> I have to have or I have to have. Well, I have to have a great, quick, dry top coat, and I have to have a spray. Anything else? I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah. That's that's me. I gotta have something that dries so nine times out of ten, it's. Use on set. It's usually not um, a male enhancement like gels and acrylics. It's just like a plain manicure or press on because you know a lot of the models and actresses, you know, they have to, they have they can't have the very next they're going to be on set or you know they have lives. So um yeah, quick dry top coat and a and a quick dry spray. spray. That's my thing. and you know and the rest will fall in the place. But that I just need things to dry so they can get back to set and not. You know, uh, messed up this five thousand dollar dress with no policy, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, I can't pay for that. <laughs> so yeah, that, for me, that 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 anything that just makes it, you know, uh, finished job, finished stuff.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> what have been what's been some of your challenges though over the years um, because you went from doing uh, nails in in Texas to coming to Los Angeles and doing wardrobe for three years and then back to doing nails when you went back to doing nails, how did you actually get to the point where you were doing nails for celebrities?
2: Oh. <laughs> Oh wow, that's a that's, that's that's a testimony right there. Um, <laughs> I had left, I finally left filming. Um, I was like, okay, I have to let this go. And then I then I started Medi Club, which was a, a natural product line that I had in Whole And um, I I told um a Studio in uh, a Station in Santa Monica. Um, because they said, well, you can sell your product there, too. And I was like, okay, well, that's a really situation. Um, so I started doing that, selling my products there, and I'll start working there. Because Nettie Scrub isn't going to sell without Nettie, which is annoying. Uh, but I'll um, be like, you have to sell it yourself. It's not broken. So you um, got to sell it yourself. So I was a little over that life. And didn't really know what else I was gonna do. I was gonna go back to, I guess, doing house calls with small companies that you know sent managers to hotels and homes and things like that. And this lady walked in, and well, the two ladies walked in, or three ladies walked in, I guess. Uh, one was already in the bowl. It was a Tuesday, I think. She was in the bowl, and there was another lady on the other side, and there was another lady on this side. And I was in the back, and I was like, yeah, you know, I felt like you know I should get to sell myself. I had, I felt just like nudge from the spirit, I guess. And uh, I got up, and I looked at the lady with the short hair, the old, old lady with the short hair, and I was like, ah, eh, you know, older people are the usually... So I go to the the right side of the salon and I ask her, what do you what do with like the here? And she's like, oh, no, thank you. And I'm like, ah, there's only one, one more lady to talk to, but I avoid that. And I say, like, hey, G, you know, what's going on? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm kind of running behind I have three people to do and there's one in the boat. So I was like, okay, well, there's the one last lady to ask. And so... I look at her. She got a what kind face. You know, just, oh, I said, oh hi, you know, kind of like uh, man, she, you know, you I charge, uh, you know, fifty, but i charge. To yeah, today I was just trying to get the thirty-five dollars. Like, come on, Lord, can I get the thirty-five dollars? There's nobody here. I'm just here. you know. And she's like, she looks, she leans into G, and she's like, well, he's running behind. Us. She's like, sure, yeah, I guess so. And so I'm like, okay, cool, I'm making thirty-five dollars today. Didn't know that it was gonna yield uh my bills for the next ten years. So I run back <laughs> I run back and I get everything and I give her a manicure and while I'm giving her a manicure, she starts talking, she's like, Oh my god, you give a hell of a manicure and I was like, Oh, okay. I said, Oh, well, thank you And she just kinda of starts looking at me like I'm like this jewel and I was this like I was looking at her like she was crazy. I was like, Okay She's like, This is really good. your brain is really good and I was like she's like, You get everything and I was like, Ah, yeah, so yeah, I like to get every little speck. and um so she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my daughter about you. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. And I was like, whatever, lady, give me this $35. And um, <laughs> and so I a week passed and got depressed because I had quit that job, and I was just at home, and, you know, netty Scrub, my company was, of course, draining my pockets. And I get this call at 8 in the morning, and it was Dana from the Wall Group, my agency that I work with now, and they're like just like, Hey, um, my uh one of my managers didn't show up uh, and my mom told me about you. She said you were really great. Can you can you fill in? Because our manager is uh, got into a car accident this morning. And from then on I've been working with them ever since and they put me in all these places and to do all these nails for all these different bridge people and I'm um super blessed. That's it. Nice.
1: Nice. That's
2: that's a great story. Um That's a great story It brings me to tears usually I'm trying to hold back on the flag. The Lord is too good um, okay. But yeah I, her, I was like Really trying to get that $35 She looked at me like I remember she had this glaze Looking at her eye Like you really have no idea What you're about to come into And I was just like I, I remember her face Oh wow So Oh wow She just kind of looked at me Like I'm really Like like she was an angel or something It was crazy So I was like Yeah okay $35 yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, I do you, you, a you like it? Just take you to a better place so that you're, you're not even. I'm trying to get thirty dollars, and y'all trying to get you to this, to you know, to this place of like you know where I am now. So I'm just like, what? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just trying to. So yeah, that was, do you
1: do you have um do you have any advice for for um nail techs out there who, you know, have just been working, maybe they've been working in the salon, but they desire to do, you know, what you do, you know. They desire to work with celebrities or work on big campaigns or red carpets or magazine covers. And, you know, everyone doesn't have those situations where, you know, they're going to do someone's nails and that person knows somebody that they could refer them to and the next thing you know they have this, Great, fabulous career. do Do you have any advice for some of those people as to what they could do to maybe to prepare themselves, or maybe they're seeking agency representation? You know, what what do they need to prepare? How do they need to prepare, even for that?
2: Um, um, I think they should always walk into that direction as if they've as if they already have it. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> like so like, you know what, I'm not really a celebrity manager or so whatever you wanna call us. But you know what? Instead of like going to Chili's with my family or, you know, doing something else, I you know, I'm gonna I think that, well, no, they probably have clients on the weekends. Maybe during my free time I'm gonna try my best to have a photo shoot or I'm gonna take off this my next day off, I might have like Hire a model and hire, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe my husband or whoever can man the camera, and we'll take these photos and try to make them look the best we can, and put a book together, and act as if, and walk into that agency as if you already got this. You're like, dude, I've been doing this already, so just put me in the place. You know what I'm saying? And, and Right. Right. About, <laughs> You show up with, like, oh, this is my Instagram, and they're talking about, you know, they want to put you on, like, an S.J. Lawyer shoot. They're looking at you, like, okay, thank you. I'm happy your Instagram, you know, with you and Keisha look great. But, you know, like, you know, walk in that direction and show them what they already do. Show them that you can do it just as good. Like, why not? Because nine times out of ten, really, I'm just doing, like, three the middle. So I'm like. I'm like, Lord, you mean blessing me too much. I'm like, really I ain't got to do acrylic so I don't have to do anything crazy. You have to be prepared to do something crazy, yes, but many times i you aren't so it's it's stop. Oh. No, well, you
1: know, I've heard of no. stories where I'm sorry, I'm talking all over you. I've am I've heard yeah. of stories where <laughs> I've heard of stories where people who are um big on social media have pretty much got an opportunity to do some big jobs based Mm -hmm. on, you know, their popularity on social media. Um, What do you think about that? Is that, do you think that has, that that affects our industry at all in any way in a negative way? Um, You know, where you have all these people out here who are working hard to, you know, to advance in their careers um, and not putting down those people who are popular on social media, but, They've been popular on social media, and they're, they're actually not working, um, you know, they're not in, I'm just going to use nails as a, a nail tech as, as an example. They're not in salons working. They're not, you know, working with an agency um, and working on a lot of big campaigns and things like that. They're just, they may just do nails. They're on YouTube or, or Instagram, and people follow them. They have a large following. And because of their popularity, they get the opportunity to do some, some big things. Do you think that um, has a, an effect um, on the industry in any way?
2: Um, it does. I mean, a couple of years ago I was on set um, on America's Next Time Model, and I ran into this girl, and she had just gotten picked up because of her popularity on Instagram. And she was not at school yet, and I remember having an aha moment of like, is I just felt like what I did or my um, uh, my experience didn't matter because she was on set with me <laughs> doing my right. doing the same job right. that I was the money that I was making because of because she was a nail artist so I had to sit there and I did sit there and I said okay well we have to do manicures and she's like what do you mean I was like say okay, well this is not a nail art thing and you know because when you're when you can sit back and do some nails, let's say, oh, let's say I'm going to do, I don't know, I'm going to give myself a manicure and then I'm going to, you know, take pictures along the way. That takes a lot of time, time that you will not have on set. So she struggled, and I had to show her how to hold a picture and everything. I said, no, you've got to hold it like that. And make so sure you put, you know, a cuticle remover on before you push, you know, because it's a dry manicure. I had to sit up there and train her because I was like, this is crazy. So the fact that because you know how to draw a mural on a nail, now you're with me. It's, just, it's just a total different world. And I, I think that's what people have to understand, that it's a totally different industry. Like, you can't just jump from super cuts to being on, on set because they're like, okay, where are you? What what are you doing? Do you have to the, the wind machine? Like, you know, and you have to, yes, make the hair look good as the wind is blowing through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of that. Right. Like, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's a, real, it's a real difference, and people need to understand that. So as long as people are ready. I mean, I know a lot of people say, oh, I can do that. And maybe you can't, but you don't know if you can do it until you're in that position.
1: So, Right. Absolutely. So because you do different things in the industry, you know, um, you work with talent for, you know, prepping them for the red carpet and, you know, magazine covers, I'm sure you, you're on – lots of, you know, photo shoots, maybe for a campaign or something. How do you approach each each job? Um, are they – you, is your approach to your talent and their nails the same when you're doing a red carpet versus campaign, or or, or are there some things that you do differently for each one?
2: they really have to ask me what to, they have to, well, they have to, like, tell me what to do first, I, you know, like, for certain campaigns, they're just like, oh, we just want this, and, you know, they have already planned out that this, this look of the nail is more marketable or whatever, you know, with their analytics, and I'm like, okay, sure, that's what you want me to do, and that's what you're going to get. On, with the red carpet, it's more and more fluid, because, like, you know, my client, the celebrity or whoever, wants, you know, they they want more feedback from me. You know, and they also actually on campaigns they it does depend because you know sometimes you work with a crew that is uh, some some are more uh, just militant than others. They're just like, no, we want this and just you know just copy this picture. And then you work with other crews and they're like, you know what, let's just go with what you like. That's kind of like in the same realms, just like this. That. So that's how I that's how it is working with uh, Sephora. Yeah, good. Um. But, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it's uh, The only thing that I have to deal with is uh, just an attitude and my own attitude, and that's the only hard part about my job, really, is just working with different types of people and learning how to do things. You know, like when you work in an office or a salon, you work with the same type of people and they become a family, but on set, you're working with different people maybe four times a week, learning new people for, right. like, uh, four times a week. So you got
1: to be ready. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And my final question of the night is, what is your definition of beauty?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy one. Um, I think my definition of beauty, no matter what you look like or who you are, is a strong sense of self-worth and self-love. That's, you can't, I mean. You can't step on anybody that knows what they got. can't do it. That's
0: just,
2: you know, if that's, that's, someone is like, this is what I'm worth, and this is, and that I'm beautiful no matter what, that you can't, can't step on anything that they do. But so just to have the utmost mm-hmm. confidence in themselves. That's, that's real beauty to me. It's not, you know, makeup or or, uh, you know, dress size or anything like that, because I've been every size. <laughs> so, right. So, but, but throughout all of it, it's still been a struggle to be like, am I beautiful? So once you get a grasp on that, then, you know, it's just you take that confidence everywhere. And, you know, you can possibly pass on to some younger girl that doesn't, you know, that doesn't
1: really see who he all right. Nice. Well why don't you shout out um your website and where we can find you on social media so our listeners can follow you.
2: Oh, oh, you can follow me on Instagram because I'm always on Instagram. <laughs> Nettie nails it. Uh Nettie with an I e please. Nettie with an y. It was in wild.
1: Terrible.
2: Anyway, uh, Nettie nails it. And um, I guess uh, net is my website. So uh, there's a lot of netting going on. But yeah, <laughs> that's uh that's, that's
1: about it. All right. Well, so we'll be looking for you on social media. Don't be surprised if one of your designs is my nanny Monday tomorrow. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just a heads up. <laughs> um, oh, wait, you, so a you, big, is it that silver set? The,
2: the silver set with again? the chains on it? Uh, I think you reposted the, the
1: silver set with the chains on it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did repost. I did, I did the silver set oh, with the, the <laughs> chain on it. But, but I like some of her oh, other stuff, so you may see oh. it. Oh. Okay, she's
2: getting chains. Yes. Okay, new chains. Nice. <laughs> It's you may cool. see something
1: else. <laughs> um, so, do you have anything? Um, do you have a? Are you gonna be busy during the award season?
2: I think I'm putting up two posts right now <laughs> from the SAG Awards. Um, I think so. I mean, I think it's gonna be gonna be crazy and it's gonna be exciting because. It's the only time of the year where people from all over the world, artists from all over the world, artists of all kinds, all over the world, come to L. Like no matter what you do, right. uh, if you're a week doing
0: Oscar week,
2: it doesn't matter if you're a a carpenter, a nail artist, a hair person, a fashion designer, whatever. There's a million people around that will appreciate what you do. So this is if you're gonna come down, this is to town join absolutely, so it's just a million parties, a million people to meet, and a million things to learn. So it's really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having
0: me. Absolutely. Have
1: a wonderful, uh, wonderful evening. And uh, we'll be following you on social media. Oh, likewise. Likewise. All right. All right. All Thank right. you again. Okay. All sure. right. Good night. Bye-bye. bye Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Uh, that was Nettie Davis. Manicare is Nettie Davis that we were speaking with. Um, go follow her on Instagram at Nettie Nails It awesome, awesome, awesome uh, manicurist um, and nail, nail artist. Um, I, I just really love her work. I can't say that enough. I just, um, you know, me, I'm just a regular, just a polished person. Not often do I get designs, and when I do, it's not on every finger, but looking at some of the work that she's done, I probably could wear her designs on every finger, and I would be cool with that. Um, great artist. Um, to go out and follow her at Nettie Nails It on Instagram, and she's nettiedavis.net. It's her website, awesome work. She has several magazine covers, worked with um, several celebrities, um, ad campaigns. She's done it all. And I loved her story about how uh, she pretty much got started with working uh, with celebrities. That was a great story. So a blessing indeed so again thank you Nettie for joining us thank you guys for tuning in all over the world um, join us again next week we'll be back with another inspiring guest um, Follow us. Tell them really quickly where they can follow us. Yes, I was hoping you would slow down so I could throw that in there. You can follow us on all social media outlets, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You can follow Janice, and she's at Janice Tunnell, and she's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And you can follow me, Denise. I'm Denise Tunnell. That's D-E-N-I-S-E. T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and again, that's on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can follow the show, Beauty Talk, on um, Facebook. where Beauty Talk Online Radio. And then on Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. And then on uh, Instagram, we're Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. But I promise you, if you just type in Beauty, um, if you type in Beauty, it'll, it'll pop up. So don't worry if you forget the underscore media. If you do beauty underscore uh, talk, it will pop up. All right. Sounds good. So thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Have a wonderful and blessed evening. Have a wonderful and an amazing week. And meet us back here next Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. And we promise you we'll have another wonderful show for you. Until then, have a good night, everybody. Good night.